guys, it's your host here, David Englehart, on the David Englehart Show. I know how much you guys missed me, so I'm back again with another episode. Uh, so today, I guess I should update you guys a little bit what's been going on. I was supposed to do a show on Friday, but unfortunately, our weekend was time-constrained, so I couldn't really do that. I had some friends over on Saturday, and then Sunday, of course, I was busy with all that good stuff, so I didn't really have time to make an episode. But other than that, I don't really think I did anything much. It was my brother's birthday yesterday, so he turned 22 years old, and uh, there was the twins, so they both turned 22 years old, so happy birthday to them. That's why I was busy yesterday, too, so I didn't make an episode on Monday, which I wanted to start doing three episodes a week, but we'll see where we get with that. So I'm going to kick it right into movie of the week, The Nun. So I've been doing a little bit of background information on The Nun, and it's going to take place in 1952 in Romania at the Abbey, which is this cathedral-type place. It's not exactly a cathedral. It's like a church. And obviously there's a scary nun there because it's based on the Conjuring series, but it looks pretty good, honestly. They haven't released a full-length trailer, but it does come out in September, so be ready for that. It's going to be freaking crazy, and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I was talking about, and uh, that's going to be our movie for the week. I think it's going to be in theater September 7th, I want to say. Here, let me, let me check real quick, actually, because I want to make sure I get this very, very accurately. Uh, so this week's the 31st. And it looks like it's going to be on the 7th, so I'm definitely going to go see that. Um, okay, other that, the song of the week is called My Blood by 21 Pilots. And this is their newest song off their, uh, was it their uh, new full-length album coming out in October. It looks like October 5th is going to be the release date. And I would say it's a pretty good song. If you like... Uh, it's it's more of like a slow vibe. I don't know. You'd have to you'd have to take a listen to it. All, all those who know Twenty One Pilots obviously know that they mix up everything. So you never know we're gonna get from them. But uh, yeah, I strongly recommend you go and look up the song. It's really great, really awesome. I'm actually considering putting together a uh, playlist, and that way you guys can listen to all the stuff I listen to. And uh, I'll probably put it up in maybe a link sometime, whatever. I just got so much going on, but you know what, that reminds me, I should probably look up if there's been any email submissions by you guys, so let me go ahead and sign in real quick on Outlook and see if you guys have sent me anything, because like I said in the, in the description, I did say that, what was it, let's see, show.submissions. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to put this in the description, too, because I put it in the last one. And uh, you can submit topics to this email. It's uh, the dmshow.submissions at outlook.com. Uh, I think that's what it is. Oh, no, that's the DE show, my bad. The DE show.submissions at outlook.com. And from there, you can submit me topics you would like to talk to Sorry, you that you would like me to talk about in the next episode and so far nobody has sent me anything so oh, yeah nobody sent me anything what's what kind of surprise is that so yeah no nobody sent me anything so uh we're just gonna stick to our main thing i should say but in the meantime i'm gonna see how many of you listened to my last episode. I know I'm I'm going a little off topic right now, but the, you know, that's okay. Whatever. I just want to see where these numbers landed us because I'm really trying to promote this and I keep asking you guys, you know, 
just uh, it'd be really great if you could share this kind of stuff. Honestly, it'd be it'd be awesome. I mean, I've had you know three guests on so far, and let's see. Okay, nope. This is we're, we need to look at my stats. So let's see. So far, twenty three plays, top play tracks. Oh, okay. So we actually got some good traction. Uh, New Haven, Indiana got four. Fort Wayne eight. Loveland, Ohio got six. Most of you guys are listening on SoundCloud, iOS, or SoundCloud.com. So on mobile, either or. But let's see, two on Facebook. Well, okay, not too shabby, not too shabby. Uh, let's see the tracks have gotten the most attention though. Okay, so yeah, um, actually we're doing really, really good. So we got 15 views on the last one with Kyle Shellhouse. Um, the one with Caesar got 15, one like. 37 on The Real Enemy on episode 8. That was really, really good. And so far, I think that's the leading one. Yeah, so 30, 37 views on that episode alone. That's really, really good. So, uh, so far, that's the leading in the pack. Second coming with the very first episode I released. So, wow, two months ago is when I started it. Pretty crazy, right? Okay, so I think it's going to wrap it up for there. Anyways, we're going to get right into the rest of the stuff. So, okay, so I'm going to kick it into my social. Uh, basically, one I taught, one I want to talk about in this one, because somebody really pissed me off today. You know what? I'm just going to say this right now. When I go on my social media and I'm scrolling through and I see women all the time saying this, and what they say is, I want a guy who's loyal. I want a guy who's honest with me. I want a guy with this, 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 and that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, girls, 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 I want to tell you this right now, okay? What you're looking for in a man does exist, yes, it does. Loyalty exists, honesty exists, communication exists, maturity exists, and all of that stuff exists in a man. I promise you, it does. But you're looking in the wrong places, okay? So get, get this picture in your head, okay? Uh, for guys, too, I want you to think about this because sometimes guys do it, too. Like I said, I do not bash a specific gender on this show. I uh, I bash both genders, so regardless. I, I just don't want to show bias. But anyways, so this is going for girls right now. You guys expect a guy that looks like Channing Tatum and has the qualities of a family man who cares genuinely about his wife, doesn't cheat, does all this, that. And I'm sorry, you're not going to really find that, okay? The, your description of the man that you think is going to come swooping you off your feet and shit does not exist, okay? The qualities exist, but the man you're looking for that contains those qualities does not exist, okay? So, here's my advice to you ladies. What you really need to do is open your damn eyes and look in the right places because you're obviously looking in the very wrong places. It's like, I don't know, because... Here's the thing, man, I don't want to say uh, that word, but uh, we're going to use a different type of word. Um, men who like to fiddle around and like to uh, mess around with women, they, uh, they're smooth talkers, okay? They know how to manipulate, they know how to convince you otherwise of what your gut feeling tells you. And you go against the grain thinking that these guys deserve a chance, and what do you know? They end up being exactly what you thought they were, and they're dishonest, they're not loyal, they cheat on you, and just all of the above, they're, you know, abusive, and, you know, they're like, oh, I wonder why, no, oh, all guys are bad. No, not all guys are 
freaking bad, okay? Not all guys are bad. You're just too stupid to see that there's good guys out there. And I'm so sick of girls. Like, this isn't all women, obviously. I am so sick of girls thinking that they are the absolute shit and the universe revolves around them. They think that any guy in their inbox, or sorry, not inbox, uh, inbox worships them. You do realize, women, that there are millions of other women that we can go into their inboxes and have the same chance, if not better, with you. So if you're thinking that you're the fucking queen of the universe, get out of here, honestly. Like, just drop your, drop your ego about a couple notches because you're not the only woman on this planet that everybody wants, okay? So I'm going to be straight up like that. And... So I'm really sick of women thinking they're like that, and it's really, really annoying and how two-faced they are. You know, I consider myself to be a decent-looking guy, and even I get swerved sometimes. Like, not, not all the time, but I still do. And it's by these girls who either only like black guys or only want, like, perfect six-pack-looking dudes who, like, go to the gym all the time, and they're, like... I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, you want a guy who goes to the gym, you want a guy who has a six-pack, you want a guy who's, like, super buff and, like, super sexy looking, and you don't think he's an egomaniac? Come on. Get 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 a hold of yourself. A guy who looks that good, you, you don't think he's full of himself? Why do you think he goes to the gym? He goes to the gym so he can look good. Okay, there's nothing wrong with looking good. There's nothing wrong with women who put makeup on in the morning to look good and impress other people. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you think for a second that a majority of these guys aren't egomaniacs, you're sadly mistaken And if you think they're going to treat you right. Yeah, sure, the sex might be good, but in the long run, I mean, most people aren't even thinking the long run. I mean, you look at the, the statistics of our generation, nobody's thinking long term. Very, very few percentage of people are thinking long term and how their decisions can affect their future. And that's really sad, honestly. And so... Honestly, girls, you would need to look for somebody who's going to stick it to you the long run. A lot of these guys, do you really think you're going to bring these assholes around your parents? Try again. Okay? So, I'm done bashing the women for now, but I, I'm going to go on to the guys. Okay? So, I'm speaking from a guy's point of view. And, honestly, some guys are the same way. There's some very caring, compassionate dudes like me who care for other people and want to do nice things out of generosity and just because I'm nice. And who's not full of themselves. And then you have the egomaniacs who just don't give a hoot about anybody. Okay? And the thing is, it's gotten good to the point where girls fall for it. You know, they can't tell a good guy from a bad guy. And you know what? I'll, I'll throw them some shade. Whatever. You know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they can't tell. And some girls are just naive to that, honestly. So, I'm trying to give you guys a wake-up call. But... You know, you just really need to look at how they act, you know, what, how they like around their friends and stuff, you know. And a lot of girls don't do that. You know, you're really, if you're going to go into something with a guy or if you're, you know, if it's just a hookup, whatever, obviously a hookup's a hookup. But if you're looking into something that's long term, you really kind of got to dig into his life. Don't believe every story somebody tells you, okay. Don't believe everything somebody says to you because, you know, five times, I mean, 50% of the time it could be wrong. Or they could be lying to you. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people lie these days. Even if it's a small or big lie, people lie a lot. And if you say you haven't lied once in your life, then you're sadly mistaken and you're lying yourself right now. Um, 
So, yeah, just now that there's a lot of good liars, there's a lot of bad liars out there. But regardless of the fact is that I would say guys, I don't know. It's it's more of, it's equal on both sides because guys don't necessarily lie about big shit like that. Um, unless they're cheating, well, then they're going to obviously gonna try to hide stuff. But I would say girls don't lie about that type of stuff. Like, they're pretty straightforward when it comes to small talk or just like, simple things about their life but for instance we're more prone to lie about our age or like what we do for a living or just just very small intricate things that you know we try to lie about it or exaggerate might try to make us look better or impress the women you know that's just that's just how we are okay and girls don't necessarily do that they do it in more physical ways like they'll dress a certain way to try to impress or attract guys or they'll, uh, I'm not saying, like, girls are hoes by doing this. I'm just saying, like, girls have a different type of language the way they do things. We just, we just say things to make ourselves look better, you know? Girls will try to, you know, appearance-wise, try to stand out more, you know? There's just certain tactics we use. But, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Um, I guess I should say where you should look. Okay, so you need to get the false image out of your head that you think the guy you're looking for is going to look like a freaking supermodel. It's not going to happen, okay? Most supermodels are pretty full of themselves, and they're egomaniacs, and they really don't care about anything but their money, okay? And let's say you find a guy who doesn't have a lot of money, but you really need to look at how he... I don't know, I'm not saying don't be, don't like be too critical of a person, but... Yeah, like I said, you really just got to pick up those um, those behaviors. If he spends a lot of money on himself or if he's literally pimped out but has no financial responsibility, you need to watch out for that kind of stuff because you're going to end up having to support him in the long run and he ain't going to support you. So what you need to look at is you need to take all those huge expectations from the top and you need to bring them down a couple notches. So if you think that your guy is going to have a perfect six-pack with an amazing body and physique and... Thinks that, and you know you think he's gonna have an amazing personality along with it. Uh, slim chances, okay. So what you need to settle for is if you want a guy with good qualities. You know he might be a little skinny and not have a lot of muscle. You know you just you really need to bring down your expectations, okay. And so yeah, bring down the expectations a little bit. Don't hold somebody so high of a pedestal that they can't reach, and you narrow down your chances of having somebody good to very little. And that's what's actually what's happening, okay? That's why there's been so many breakups. That's why that nobody's finding good people anymore. And it's sad because these groups are so, I don't know, it's hard to find each other these days because everything's gotten so lost with social media and uh, just, you know, people getting hurt. And then they, they just shut themselves out from the world and they build up their walls and they don't ever let them back down until some hot-looking dude comes along and just decides to come barging in. And somehow it makes it all okay. So, I would say you need to lower expectations. You need to give more people a fair shot. You need to uh, open up your preference more. Because you know, here's the thing: girls think that they're going to be attracted off right off the bat. They, you know, they judge a book by its cover, and they think, oh, you know, just right off the bat, they're attracted to them. And you really just like, even if you don't want to, I would strongly consider looking at how they talk to you. You know, just just try to talk to them a little bit. 
And what really pisses me off the most is when girls are so full of themselves, they think they can post on their social media and just leave you on red, and they're so freaking cool for it. Like, are you serious right now? You have a guy who genuinely cares about you, and even if they double, triple, quadruple text you, you're going to freaking ignore him? Are you, are you, like, too busy to ignore somebody who genuinely wants a shot with you? Like, what is wrong with you? And the fact that you're, like, you're you put, technically, like, unintentionally... You're, like, letting down this other person. You know, this person wants, uh, like, actually genuinely wants to take care of you, and they just don't see it. It's absolutely, like, appalling to me how they will turn down somebody good like that. Somebody great. It just makes no freaking sense whatsoever. I don't understand it. I I, I really don't. I, I really freaking don't. Okay. So, soul over body, and that's the the last segment for social right now. Um, What I mean by soul over body, you really need to look at the characteristics of a man, okay? You need to look at what you want your man to be in the soul. And what I'm saying here is soul over body, that you need to exclude the whole body part. Like, I understand, like, a lot of people want to date fat people and stuff, but... You know, if they got a little a bit of chub or whatever, whatever, honestly. Like, n- not everybody has a freaking six-pack, and not everybody's as skinny as a twig, okay? You need to learn to accept everybody for all their shape, shapes and sizes, okay? And I'm trying to lose weight, and it's being pretty successful, actually. I lost, like, 10 pounds, so, hey, if that works. And my heart rate today was only 132 BPM after running a mile and a half, so I'm pretty proud of myself, and so is Leah, which is my friend that goes to iWoo. Shout out to her. But... Yeah, you just really need to look at their soul over their body, you know. And the good people, or the good women out there, obviously know that. Because uh, I got some good women in my life who've seen past that. And um, I know I can come off as arrogant sometimes. I know I can come off as an asshole sometimes. But I'm sorry, you just really just gotta look past it. It's like my dad, my like my stepmom, for instance, when she met my dad, she thought my dad was arrogant as hell. And my dad's in pretty good shape and stuff because he works, you know, I'm not going to say where he works. But anyways, let's just say his job's physical. And uh, so, yeah, my dad doesn't really, he looks for pretty good for his age. He's 50 years old. And so my stepmom, you know, got my dad and stuff. And so, you know, she looked past it and figured out, you know, my dad's a pretty nice guy and he's great. Even though he looks pretty arrogant. And my dad is the best father I could ever ask for. He's a great guy. So that's just a perfect example of that. And, you know, my dad's not perfect, and nobody else is perfect out there, and not everybody's going to look perfect either, but, you know, that's why you'll see, like, some really, really beautiful women, like, how they end up with that guy, it's because those women figured out that those guys that they're with are some of the best men they've ever freaking met, and you guys need to freaking wake up and realize that, okay? You might think that, oh my gosh, her husband's not that attractive. How did the, how the heck did she end up with a man like that? It's because the dude actually cares about her and wants to support her and raise a family and be a great guy. And she saw that in him. That's the difference between you and him. That's the tw- difference between her and the other girl. So you really need to get your head out of your ass and pay attention I'm not talking about all women right now. I'm talking about the ones who can't seem to figure out a decent guy from a bad one. I guarantee you the one who's got a great mind and soul and a great heart, you're going to be happier than any other of those assholes you've been with. He may not look like a 5 out of 5. He may not look like a 10 out of 10. 
But at least the man cares about you. At least the man loves you. At least the man wants to do anything and he dropped the entire world for you. And he put that weight on his shoulders. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I wish that society could just wake up for one day and realize that. There's good people out there who also want good people in their lives. And they can't. Because the media's brainwashed my generation. And social media has brainwashed this generation. Celebrities have brainwashed this generation. There's so many influences. And I don't know. Everyone's just in their own world. Like, I don't know. I, I wish I could just throw my phone at somebody. Honestly, I could, I could throw my phone away right now and I'd be cool with it. But you know what? It's pretty expensive and I really don't want to do that. So, yeah. And, you know, there's times that I, just, I need to separate from it too. You know, I can't get caught in that. I don't know. I can't get caught. You know, I just can't do that. But I can't get caught into the sucked into the trap, you know. Because even right now, I'm on my phone because somebody texted me, and that's cool. But I'm just saying, you can't get sucked into that void, okay? And it's it's ruined everything. I I wish we were back to flip phones. I I or even before phones. You know what we did before phones when you made dates? You told us, you're like, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. Meet me here at that time. And you said, okay. And you knew if she wasn't interested, she wouldn't show up. It was simple as that. Or you called the house phone. I mean, I wish you could just return like that. You know, the this stuff, this these phones, these smartphones, these, this, this social media, this technology has ruined our lives and people don't realize it. It's been great in some ways, and people also abuse it. And those people who abuse it are too many. They have ruined it for everybody. You know, even my own brother in the next room, he's on his phone at least 10 to 12 hours a day because he's gotten sucked into the same track that everybody else has. Oh, you want to meet new people here, meet new people there, and stuff? Everything's all digital. He got sucked into the same trap that everybody else did. You know, I tried to get that man off the phone. He can't freaking hold a conversation with me because he's gotten so sucked into his phone that he can only have a conversation with the people on his phone. That's where it's gotten us. This is this is exactly where the technology revolution has gotten us. In our own bubble, our own world. iPhone, iThis, iTV, i everything. We're all surrounded by screens no matter what. Hell, I'm, sur- I'm surrounded by screens. I got... Three screens on my freaking desk right now. And I got one screen that I'm rap tap tapping on 24 hours a day. So, I guess I fall into that trap too. But I'm not on my phone all the time at least. When I go out to dinner with somebody, you think I'm on my phone? No. You think when I go on a get out on a date, you think I'm on my phone? No. You think when I spend time with my family, I'm out on my phone? No. You think with my friends, I I spend very little time on my phone as possible when I'm with my friends. You can ask all of them. It's just rude. And, you know, there's no morals anymore. Even the parents are doing it. The parents are showing no example for their kids. You know what I told my friend the other day? I told him, my, my, my daughter or my son, when I have one one day, is not getting a phone till it gets to high school. Till he or she gets to high school. 
I'm not having any more. I'm sick of seeing eight-year-olds carrying around their freaking Kindle fires or their iPads like it's Jesus. Teach some morals to these kids. Get their eyes unglued from the screen and go outside and enjoy some nature. You ever been hiking? You ever been out in the mountains? You ever seen nature itself? Have you ever just gone out on a walk? You feel five times better. You know why? Because it's nature. You separate yourself from the silicone obsession that we have. All this technology that we invest into. This, you know, phone this, phone that. Apple this, Apple that, iPad, the next new fancy computer, the next new fancy PlayStation, the next new big fancy TV, 4K this, smart that, internet this, internet that. I mean, it's just, I can't emphasize it enough. I, I, really, I really can't emphasize it enough. I really can't. I, I can't fathom this anymore. But... We're going to move on to our, our next segment, which involves politics. And for those who don't like politics, like I always say, just go ahead and end the podcast here. But you should really open your mind to to politics because it's very important stuff. And when it comes to politics, it's your own, it's your country, okay? It's, I don't know, it's just the basis of this country. I mean, I know politics are really frustrating these days and it doesn't get any better. But it's important. You need to know what's going on in your country. And you really need to ask yourself what you can do for this country instead of blaming the country for all your problems for you liberals out there. So I ask you today to listen and really just listen to independence, not you know, not the right or the left. You really just need to you need to make an opinion for yourself and you need to take in consideration all sides and their viewpoints, okay? Don't be so naive to what you hear, don't and don't believe everything you you say or hear, you know, what's going on around you on the internet. Cuz the internet's a lie, okay? And that's the, a downside. The internet's a good thing for easy access tips at the tips of your finger fingers, but it's also bad because there's lies out there and there's a lot of fake things that are floating around the internet that happen to make your its way onto Facebook or whatever else you're on. Scams Hackers, I mean, all that stuff. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new universe that's up in the air that you can't even see. But you can access it through your computer. But it's all being bounced around on satellites, through wires in your walls, and through internet companies that are monitoring your every move. I mean, it's not conspiracy theory, folks. It's it's real stuff. So, enough of that shit. We're going to start talking about politics. So, uh, first thing we're talking about is Michael Cohen, Trump's personal lawyer. I'm sure you guys have already heard plenty of this stuff, but I'm still going to talk about it. For those, sorry, excuse me, uh, who don't know who Michael Cohen is, Michael Cohen is the personal, was, sorry, the personal lawyer of Donald Trump, and now he's conspiring with Robert Mueller, which Robert Mueller is, uh, he's not the attorney general, he's like investigating into Trump right now. And basically, they're conspiring it, which means, on top of that, that it's all fake, okay? And I'm going to explain to you why. So here, Michael Cohen plea, this is on Fox News, by the way. Uh, Michael Cohen plea puts Trump on defensive media into overdrive, okay? So, Michael Cohen pled guilty uh, to stuff that wasn't even true. That will play, uh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm just reading along this. Uh, so... Basically, he got the Watergate treatment, which, by the way, was uh, a scandal by, infamously, by 
Richard Nixon, or Nixon, oh my gosh, I can't speak today. Richard Nixon, okay, so basically what they did is they pounded him and pounded him until they got him to start pleading to stupid stuff that wasn't even real. And so, yeah, the media has basically painted a picture and they've basically tried to take, they're trying to take down Trump is the whole thing. So it says Cohen admitted in saying Trump had directed him to help buy the silence of Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Okay, it, this okay. So this might be true, but here's what people do not get: is that this there was no violation whatsoever by buying the silence of Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. That, that did not. Go that did not cooperate itself into campaign finance. This was paid out of pocket by Donald Trump, and it was a non-disclosure agreement. He could do he could have done that to save his marriage. He could have done that for anything he wanted to do. Okay, it's not illegal. Nowhere does it say in campaign finances uh, that you can't pay somebody off to be quiet. Okay, it does not say that anywhere in there. And it wasn't a campaign finance because he didn't use campaign finances to pay for it. He paid it out of pocket. So this has already been debunked, okay? And uh, so really what your attention should be at is the actual corrupt people. So I'm going to read on. So right here, uh, the Washington Post, Dan Bowles, put it, No day during President Trump's 19 months in office could prove as dangerous or debilitating as Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a false statement. Or that's just a stupid statement by, uh, was it Dan Bowles? It's, wow, dude, a nice name. But, uh, so they also tried to trap Rudy Giuliani, I believe, in a statement where they twisted his words. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, Lanny Davis, the television blitz saying that Cohen, his client, is telling the truth and has far more stuff to tell prosecutors. If that's the case, if he had such cool and important stuff to tell these prosecutors, why hasn't he said it already? If he had such big dirt on Trump, don't you think it would have came out by now? I mean, come on. Come on. Why will they wait on that now? But you already know there's nothing there. I mean, there's been nothing there for 19 months. So, let's see. From a dangerous person in the Oval Office. Oh, oh, Trump's dangerous. He's a threat. Get out of here, guys. Any of you guys, any of you guys who have a like a ounce of common sense know that Trump is not dangerous. So they they need to shut up. Get out of here. Uh, okay. So Manafort and Cohen basically got you know pounded on whatever. So, Cohen pled guilty to two campaign finance violations that are not a crime, which is true. They weren't. They were not a crime, and they are trying to say they are. So it's been debunked. All this stuff aren't even. It's not even crimes. Trump said it himself, and there's been many other things. You can go look it up yourself. There's no campaign. There was no violation whatsoever. So that's that. And then we're gonna move on to our next thing. So, Trump and John McCain, alright? Obviously, you know, I pay my great respects uh, to John McCain. And he recently died. So, you know, I pay my respects to him. And uh, he was a great war hero. As for a politician, he was not so great. And I disagree with everything he possibly could have said. But as for being a war hero and being in a... you know, in a torture camp and being, you know, you being tortured as a, um, whatchamacallit, uh, as a POW, I mean, 
you know, that man served our country, and I cannot denounce him for that. So, but as for as Trump and John McCain go, here's the reason those two tie into each other. Obviously, Trump wasn't invited to John McCain's funeral because those two couldn't bury the hatchet before he died, but long story short. So, what's going on with the media is the media can't give John, they can't give Trump a break, man. They can't shut up about him. We just had a guy who had played one of the biggest roles in American politics just died. And they can't shut up about Trump for one goddamn second. You know, let me let me go through if I can find it on here. I'm, I'm going to try to look it up. Because it's just absolutely ridiculous. They, they cannot shut up about it. And it makes no sense. You know, John McCain, one of the big senators, just died. And, you know, they can't just drop it and talk about him. They have to say that somehow, you know, Trump, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, somehow this is Trump's fault, you know, because Trump did this, Trump did that. And uh, here, let me, I just found the article, so let's see what they say about it. Um, yeah, do you, here we go. So, right here, it says, No matter what John McCain left the, this earth, he would have been praised to the skies of journalists who admire him enormously, even though they liked him far better than when he was taking on his own party. Now, here's the thing. A little history on the media. When John McCain was still alive, they absolutely destroyed McCain left and right until Trump came to office. Then all of a sudden, John McCain, McCain was the hero of the Republican Party, and the media loved him. So, basically, you know, they had their differences and stuff, but I don't know. So, yeah, just there's a lot of stuff. I'm not going to get into it because all the other talk shows have talked about it already. If you want to go, go look at Mark Levin or Michael Savage, and they'll tell you all about it. So, basically, okay, let me try to find it. Um, the, the reason I think, they yeah, right here, a Morning Joe fixture goes on to say that he believes the king was one of those who never imagined how that enough Americans would actually, <coughs> excuse me, allergies, would actually vote for someone with such a low moral, moral character. McCain's refusal to temporize about Trump as other Republicans have one of his finest moments. Oh my gosh. Do you, hold on. Oh my gosh. I'm going to sneeze again. Uh, I think we might be good. I think. <coughs> okay, we're good now. Um, anyways, about John McCain. So, what happens? They're they're like praising John, they're praising John McCain because he stuck to Trump. Like, oh my gosh, big deal! It just makes no sense. He was dirty. and He was corrupt, and they're praising him because he stuck to Trump and he was a never Trumper. Okay, I'm telling you, anybody the media can pick from the crowd or their big pool of liberals or you know these crazy people, they they'll do it just to get dirt on Trump. And it's really sad, honestly, that they can't go one day. And just talk about McCain and have to include Trump anything. It just makes no sense. But I'm already getting heated enough talking about that. So we're going to drop on our last and final topic today. Um, if we can find it. Oh, we just got breaking news. Um, I think. Let me see. Yes. Uh, Rob DeSantis is projected to win. And win primaries in Florida. Thank God. This is awesome. So, Rob DeSantis, right now, it looks like the votes are in, and 55.7%, so over 37.3, Adam Putnam. That's that's a great, that's awesome, honestly. I wanted him to win, and I'm pretty happy about that. Um, as for 
What you call? Oh, as for the other guy, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care too much about that. But okay, there was something I I can't remember. There's something on Google. I I don't know. It was something about the Google CEO. He declined to speak in the Senate or something like that. I can't I can't remember. But this all just got updated, so I'm trying to find it now. Uh, see if I can find it on here. Trump takes on Google, Twitter, and Facebook. So, let's see what he says. So I'm going to look at this video. See if I can turn it up a little bit. Google is uh, really taking advantage of a lot of people, and I think that's a very serious thing, and it's a very serious charge. And they better be careful, because you're, you can't do that to people. You can't do it. We have tremendous... We have literally thousands and thousands of complaints coming in, and you just can't do that. So I think that Google and Twitter and Facebook, they're really treading on very, very troubled territory. Search is not used to set a political agenda, and we don't bias our results towards any political ideology. We continually work to improve Google search, and we never rank results to manipulate political sentiment. Well, Google was on hold on, hold on a second. That's not true because actually Google and all the other tech giants have gotten caught. Google especially because they've been censoring conservative voices and shutting down conservative voices. That is not true. So don't believe that BS on there. They have been proven multiple times, including Facebook, including Twitter, including Google, YouTube, which is owned by Google, by the way. And they have all gotten caught. So when they say that, don't believe that BS. Anyways, let's continue. Here at the White House, the president tweeting out uh, this morning and then talking to the media, uh, saying Google search results for Trump News shows only the view and reporting of fake news media. In other words, they have it rigged for me and others so that almost all stories and news is bad. Fake CNN is prominent. Republican, conservative, and fair media shut out. Illegal. 96% of results on Trump News are from national left-wing media. Very dangerous. Google and others are suppressing voices of conservatives and hiding information and news that is good. They are controlling what we can and cannot see this is a very serious situation yes and this is not a conspiracy theory this is all very 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 true and it's kind of like if you ever heard of diamond and silk they're um diamond and silk are two black conservative people who have a pretty big fan base on facebook and stuff and their voices got shut out and then you have Infowars, for instance the tech giants took down info worlds Info, sorry Infowars and alex jones and tell me, how is that not internet bias? So when Trump's saying this, it is very, very true. And they have. If you try to look some of that stuff, they should, it's called shadow banning. They've done it on Twitter, Facebook, all the big tech giants. They've, they've done it. And they've proved it with pictures and multiple other things. We'll start there with our panel. Byron York, Chief Political Correspondent of the Washington Examiner. Susan Page, Washington Bureau Chief at USA Today. And Molly Hemingway, Senior Editor at the Federalist. Uh, Susan, your initial thoughts on this? Well, you know, I, I think the problem that uh, President Trump is seeing when he Googles his own name is that mainstream news sources and sources that are often linked by a lot of people come out first in the search. So it's not like left-wing news sources, it's the mainstream news sources that people rely on. The analysis by a group, a conservative group that took fault with this, the algorithm that, that Google uses ranked USA Today as a left-wing news source, and I can tell you that that is, that is not accurate. Molly. 
Well, it, in the same way that you shouldn't just take what President Trump is saying about Google News and how they rank things uh, as the gospel truth, neither should you accept Google's denials, particularly when you have this history of Google admitting that they de-rank based on their own conceptions, editorial conceptions. You have examples of them uh, censoring in other countries. You have them dealing with a lawsuit in their own company, uh, dealing with their, with their extreme left-wing bias, and they fired employees who, who were too conservative. Oh yeah, this is all very true. It's the same way. Why do you think CNN only hires left-wing kooks? Why do you think CNN only hires left-wing absolute idiots, okay? Why do you think they hire these left-wing ideologues? It's because why would they want somebody that opposes their agenda on their team? So they can say all they want. Polit politics don't influence it at all, or the hiring process, or their uh, atmosphere, but it does, okay? Don't let them tell you any differently. It's all true. The proof's in the pudding. But anyways, that's going to wrap it up uh, today, guys. And um, as for updates on the channel, I would say, like I said, I'm still trying to get sponsors right now and all that good stuff. But I don't know. I got the email set up. I do actually want to go on to different platforms. And uh, so for that, I would say YouTube and Spotify are going to be two that I'm going to be expanding to. And uh, I would say... Also, I do work on music, so I don't sh I'm not sure if I want to expand to Spotify, because not all people listen to politics on Spotify, so I'll probably go on YouTube then. And uh, as for that goes, um, I'm working on new music, and for those fans out there who know me, I, uh, I'm i not sure I'll, when I'm going to be releasing it. You know, you guys want me to do a podcast, and then you guys, you know, I go to the gym, I work a lot. And I just I just have a lot of hobbies and not enough time to do it. I mean, I can't remember the last time I picked up my guitar even. So, as for that, I don't really have anything else much for you guys. So, I'm going to see you hopefully on Thursday. And I'll talk to you guys later. Make sure you go to my email and leave a topic suggestion in there. And we will get my, me and my team will get right back to you shortly. Thank you for uh, listening, guys. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.